the Gospel according to John. Now before the Passover festival, Jesus knew that His hour had come to depart from this world and to go to the Father. Having loved His own who were in the world, He loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, that he had come from God and was going to God, Jesus got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You don't know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you will have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, then not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who is bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, because they are entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For Jesus know knew who was to betray him. For this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. And after Jesus had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord. And you are right, because that's who I am. So, If I, your Lord and your teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. And if God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I'm with you only a little while longer. You will look for me. And as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, Where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. So the other evening, 
Susanna had had a long day of playing, was playing some more. I noticed she was starting to get a little touchy, what we in our house call hangry, which is when you're angry because you're hungry. So I invited Susanna to come and to eat something. She didn't like that idea. She wanted to keep playing. Gently I insisted and I prevailed upon her the importance of stopping to eat. And then I noticed how messy, dirty her hands were. So then I invited her to come wash her hands. Well, that was another terrible idea, Dad. All of my gentle insisting didn't work, so then I needed bodily to go over to her and pick her up, which was another terrible idea, Dad. She burst into tears, and it was one of these tantrums, these I'm so mad, I'm not going to breathe kind of a thing. And I had to say, breathe. And she went, you know. So there we were, just walking back and forth, her laying on me as I carried her, reminding her to breathe. Sarah had taught her a while back this little thing. Take a deep breath and then make an animal noise. So, woof, 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 woof. Meow. Just a way to teach her to calm herself. All of these little things in the space of about five minutes. Her need to eat. Her need to wash. Her need to breathe. The very basic stuff of life. She needed my help to do that. She needed my calmness to help her become calm. This is something that uh, doctors, really smart people, call attunement. The way that human bodies become in sync with each other through movement, and through sound, and through touch. There's a lot of stuff about human bodies and the very basic things of life in these readings tonight. Jesus is washing feet. Peter thinks that's a terrible idea, Jesus. Paul is talking about what has been handed on to him. Jesus' invitation, eat my flesh, drink my blood. In the Gospel of John, there's a lot of people who think that's a terrible idea too. Something more than maybe our minds, our stomachs can take. Here we come back to bodies. In both of these, the very basic stuff of life and the importance of noticing. So I want you to close your eyes here for a second. Your pastor doing this new agey stuff where he invites you to close your eyes.
I just want you to notice your breath. Notice the sensation of your heart beating. Feet figure in this gospel reading. We're going to wash feet and hands in a moment, so I want you to notice. Whatever you want to have washed today, notice your feet, maybe, what they feel like your hands, perhaps. I want you to take those hands and those feet and scrunch them up for a second. Just hold it. One, two, three. Just let it go. I just want you to thank for a moment your feet as you're noticing how they feel, your hands. Thank them for holding you up all day taking you the places they went, your hands for all you got to hold and touch. You can open your eyes if you like. It's our bodies that Jesus came to touch, to hold, to feed, to love. You know, this foot washing thing, that was a pretty common thing in Jesus' time and place. Whenever you went over to someone's house to eat dinner, they would offer you, they would bring you a bowl of water and offer to wash your feet, although it was never, never your host. Washing feet was a job for a slave or a wife. is part of what's so incredible about what Jesus did for his disciples. Jesus humbled himself, submitted in a way. Even as we know that, I mean, Ed was just joking about this with me earlier, to let someone wash our feet means submitting also to them. So, you know, we have another baby on the way. Sarah's deep into the third trimester. And I, what I remember about when Susanna was born was about how much this was all about bodies. Body. Eating, sleeping, pooping. That's what Susanna was doing all day. It was all about that little body growing. And then what I, as a dad, was doing was cleaning, holding, touching. It was making eye contact. It was babbling. All of this body stuff. These really smart people who call these kinds of things attunement. They talk about how vital this is for all of us at this young age between zero and two, that if there is neglect, if there's the absence of a parent for whatever reason, of parents at all, perhaps surviving abuse, 
maybe because of depression. Both of those things that parents have experienced make it hard for them to attune with their children. And it also can happen that later in life, even for young people who had parents who were able to attune with them, that experiences of trauma, whether in war or any kind of violence, abuse, even a terrible accident, can interrupt. There's two basic ways that bodies respond to experiences like this, either neglect or abuse and trauma. And one is to become numb, passive, distant. And the other is to become aggressive and violent. What's happening here is that without attunement, or if there's been that interruption of trauma, our bodies, our bodies themselves, literally can't tell the difference between safety and danger. This happens all the way down to the microscopic level. The cells in our bodies, our immune systems, go on high alert. They become hypersensitive. They can start attacking bodies because of neglect and abuse. It goes even deeper than cells because even inside our cells, the way that our bodies translate DNA changes because of neglect, because of trauma, things that have have everything to do with our bodies and with touch. People who can't tell the difference between safety and danger go numb or they become aggressive. And that means they can't connect with others. They can't make friends. They struggle in school. They often experience poverty and unemployment, domestic violence, drug abuse, depression and suicide, incarceration. Basically, disengagement from any kind of family or civic or community life. What I see Jesus doing here is reestablishing safety on a physical level, reestablishing an environment where people are in tune with each other, on that physical level of sounds and motion and touch and eye contact. This isn't just about mental health, as if this was all in heads. This is about whole body health. Jesus is teaching them what to do after the trauma of Jesus' crucifixion, how to receive each other again, how to forgive each other after they abandon and deny and betray Jesus is eating with his friends who he knew would betray him. 
the students he mentored who would abandon and kill him, they're all at the table here, even Judas. Jesus isn't a fool. He knows what they and we will do next. It's not that Jesus is foolish, it's that he's redefining love here and inviting us to tend to the whole person, whole body. You know that you you don't have a body, you are a body. Just like you don't have a soul, you are a soul. So it's a physical sensation of the holy. You are the body of Christ. And that means you are in contact, in physical contact with other members of the body. We started Lent with what ashes on a forehead touch. Laying on hands tonight. Washing of hands and feet. The washing of baptism. Eating in communion. Physical sensations of safety, of holy, of love. I've told you many times of this story of mine of, of walking home from a Bible study on the, on the Gospel of Mark and having this electricity go through my body about what it meant to be loved and accepted by God. That was a physical thing. And I don't think it was any accident that it happened while I was walking. Not while I was thinking. So here we come to move our bodies as we worship Jesus, as we serve others, as we save ourselves, our bodies and souls. It has everything to do Letting someone touch us begins and ends there with submitting to the one who submits to us humbly, who loves us enough to die, who calls us friend, who holds on to us before and during and after all the traumas of life. Jesus attunes to us. Jesus heals us, feeds, washes, gives life to these dead bodies of ours. Thanks be to God.